T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. WEEI. Before Christmas. And all through the Hold house. it now, wait, hold it. That's played out. Hit it. And the Pacers hold on. I don't get it. Wherever you go, just download Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this second hour, KJ, WEEI. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. That was the final call of the Celtics losing their third straight game. And if there's a reason to be concerned, it was what my concern was very early on. When everybody, but they were giving up three more possessions worth of points than they were last year. And that would catch up with you. So, again, for a team, and, and I thought at the time that maybe, okay, this is what they're going to do is and overcompensate by not having Rob Williams back to be able to be a defensive anchor and to try and pull bigs out to make them to defend. I get that. But I also believe, because Joe Mazzula is an interim coach, that is there really a final say if you're going to be screaming about defense? I mean, it's already kind of strange with some of the, hey, you guys work through it, instead of calling a timeout when it's like, call the timeout. Like, do you need to see an 18-3 run to know that it's not going well and that the defense needs to step up? This is the only concern that I had about the Celtics when everything became very clouded with MA's disappearance and removal, Missoula named the interim, and a team coming off of losing in the NBA Finals. And then when they lost that game against Golden State, I I I wasn't worried because I was like, well, you know what? The Celtics have put them in a position themselves in a position where they're still in the hunt to be the top seed in the East. While Golden State, that was just one more win to help them get out of the basement. And if you're seeing how things have turned, yeah, the Celtics have lost some games, but now the games that Golden State have been losing may pretty much keep them out of the playoff race. They might be a play-in team. That's not the case with the Celtics. But last year you were giving up 108 points per game, 104 points per game to the opponent. This year it's 112. It's eight points. That's three possessions, at least, to get the lead. And if you think back to this game with with Indiana, well, granted they walked Indiana down, and Indiana is not a very good team. And while Tyrese Halliburton looked like the second coming of something, I mean, you look at his stat line; he was just proficient, while the Celtics weren't. 
And so now with Minnesota, and this is the second thing, kind of call it 1A that concern me regarding the Celtics this year, is what happens when they go up against teams with size. Now, granted, Carl Anthony Towns is out for an extended period of time, but if Rudy Gobert can just scoop and just absolutely just pull boards down left and right, you saw that when, remember the early season loss to Chicago, where you're like, how do you lose to Chicago? Andre Drummond came in there for like two minutes and had like 15 rebounds. If you're going to take these shots from outside and have no interior presence, you do now with Robert Williams. And you can run some of the basic lob, you know, pick and roll, screen and roll, where if, even if you leave Rob on the screen, that whoever the driver is, let's say it's Tatum and Williams on the screen roll, that you don't have to really worry about defending Robert Williams. You're, you're going to have to take your chance at stopping Tatum from attacking the basket. And so maybe what's going on right now isn't the worst of things because, one, the MVP race doesn't really matter right now. So even though Jason Tatum, by far, MVP leader, yeah, what, what the Joker's done in Denver, I mean, this guy's creating stats and getting double-doubles in those. Like, <laughs> he has a stat where he took he drank 10 Gatorades in one timeout. Do they put that in the stat line? Like, he might be sneaking up with it. So maybe it's time that you back away from Tatum as the MVP talk. You back away to say that, hey, Celtics are a wagon because the rest of the NBA, the Eastern Conference is starting to come up. Have you seen the Nets recently? They are on fire. The Sixers are starting to get it together, but I'm not as worried about them as much because at the end of the day, they're just a two-man band. So it's good that the Celtics set them up with their this type of padding, if you will, to take some of these hits versus what the team went through last year at this time where they were the ones getting flexed out of a, a primetime game. What do you mean? That, what do you mean our game is at like one now? But here's Jason Tatum after the last game on the defense going on with this team. Jason, it feels like the identity of this team has changed a little bit from defense toward offense this year. Do you think defensively you're in a position where you can hang your hat on that end if the shots aren't falling, if your offense isn't there? Uh, yeah. You know, once our, our effort is is there you know first half it wasn't in the second half you've seen us lock in and uh you know it's tough you know down 28 points or whatever you know um you know the shot they hit at the end of the third um the you know when you know sam saved the ball in and it went past our hands and they got a three you know those are just some tough breaks um but you just seen the intensity you know picking up full court uh and that just shows that we can do it. Uh, but, you know, we need to start that way and, uh, you know, not necessarily when you're down 28. Yeah. It's, if it's not fixed, it will be the glaring Achilles heel of this team. Now, with Robert Williams back, and it's good to see that he's playing 22 minutes a game, that means that the team is very comfortable with his minutes. Doesn't seem to be a real restriction. That's what Robert Williams has been averaging so far in his career, about 22, 23 minutes a game. So that's good to see because you're wondering, like, okay, how would he come back from the injury? And he's just, it's like, same old time lord. But while the team is, like, second in three points, second in three-point attempts, and when it comes to the two-point shot, 29th in attempts and points. I think this team just sometimes could be too in love with the three-point shot, even though that may be where the game is heading. But that's also how you lose a game against an Indiana. 
And I'm not going to panic over game 20-something. I'm one of those who's like, you know, once you hit New Year, once you hit Christmas Day, now the season is really on, right? Christmas Day to the end of January will determine, are you going to be a buyer or a seller come the trade deadline? Remember last year, the talk was like, mm, do you move Marcus Smart? What do the pieces look like? Horford's contract would be kind of difficult. Maybe there was a team that would want him. But that's when the team turned everything around was after Christmas. This year, I think the best thing that can happen over the next 30 days from Christmas on, right, because everything is about this this, this Bucks game, right? People were like, oh, the, the Celtics lost. This is the fourth in a row they've lost to the Warriors. I'm like, yeah, but they may not. They'll see the Warriors again one more time. And if they lose a game at home, then, yeah, you'd be upset. But imagine if they just lost four in a row to Milwaukee, and then you've got a bigger problem. Because if you lose four in a row to Milwaukee, again, you get swept. So, again, the real test is going to be Christmas Day with their game with Milwaukee, and then their next game against Milwaukee, game 77. Right? So, literally, there are your bookends. Christmas Day, first game against Milwaukee, one of your last five games against Milwaukee. And that game in late March may determine seeding and position in the East, and that's going to be key. Because I think Milwaukee's one of those teams that, in order for Giannis to get his four four steps per dribble travel calls not attended to, he's got to be at home. I think that, you know, I, you know people, I think the NBA, things are cooked at home for some players. I mean, Giannis, I mean, Giannis has to have at least 40 pages of, Passport stamps of traveling so much. My God. But this team has to step up defensively. And this is where you would wonder, is Joe Mazzula's impact on this team as strong as it needs to be? Here he is on the bad starts that have been going on with the team over this three-game losing streak. You mentioned like the start being just not what you want in terms of the energy. Um, what it would seem, especially given the way you guys have played recently slash the results that that wouldn't be an issue. There'd be like a motivation to bounce back right away. What do you think maybe is the cause of kind of like a lethargic half given how things have done recently? Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's probably have to figure that out, you know, just through film and talking to the guys. And I, I don't know why we would come out in the first half like that. But we did. And so um, we had a choice to make and we made a choice to be better and we have to find a way to just, you know, not have that anymore. Yeah. There are some glaring things that are popping up. The turnovers are a little bit worse than they were last year, year to year. I can understand not getting his blocked shots as much as you did with Robert Williams back there. That's going to improve. Yeah, There's just some areas where the three-point shot attempts, they're worse than they are last year, and their three-point makes are worse year to year. So again, that's why I said, you know, when you start falling in love with the three-point shot, it's where the fandom of the game is. Stiz, I don't know if you play NBA 2K23. I I just bought it now because it, in my queue it said it was on sale. It is so hard. Okay, I play a lot of video games, and I yeah. got that game because I wanted uh, I wanted a basketball game to play, quite frankly, after playing Madden. Yeah. That game is so hard, at least for me. I am having so much trouble like getting good. <laughs> I am just getting mollywopped every time I play by the computer. It's horrible. You know, what, you know what the trick is, is you've got to look at the top of the player's head when you release the shot, right? Like you literally got to put yourself in the body of the player and release the shot right as their hand reaches the top of their head. Yeah. That's like kind of the trick to hit the shot. Yeah, because I am. it's like brick after brick, can't get well, rebounds. I'm like, jeez. Well, here's the thing. When I play the game and call me old Utah old-fashioned, I want to try and get as many 
baskets as close to the basket as possible and then go to the three-point shot when the defense has to respect the drive coming to the paint. If you're saying, hey, you know I'm going to come out and I'm just going to chuck them up, while it's good when they go in, but when they don't go in consistently, and that's going to happen over the course of the season, legs are going to get tired, defense is going to step up for some other teams, teams are going to get healthy, other teams are going to, players are going to know their roles. Like what can be dangerous about Philadelphia is if a bunch of bad bench players know exactly what to do and maximize it, right? Like the like the Miami situation that you've seen over the last couple of years. Miami's not the same team they, they've been, but but that's what they've been like. A bunch of no-names who know how to do their job very well. And sometimes that could be more effective than what superstars expect to go out there and do. And when superstars are out there chucking up threes, there's a better chance for them going down. Now, I know people who would say the metrics would tell you, you know, you shoot 40% from three, a hundred times you will win a game by 20 than if you shoot 50% from two. I get that. But people also defend. There's also a hand in your face. You might get bumped a little. You know, it's a lot more perfect underneath the glass where you can get the hoop and the harm, you know. But when you're shooting it from outside and you don't have a big present, now granted, Robert Williams, that's what he's back there for, for the putbacks and the offense. I think he had like seven offensive rebounds the other night. That's going to fit the game tremendously, but at some point you still want to be able to put pressure on the paint. I mean, there's not too many people who can stop Tatum when he goes to the paint. Jalen Brown, ball handling issues, getting closer to the paint, but I think if those things are seriously worked on, I'm sure they are. I'm not going to sit there and that's not going to, I'm just going to bypass that, you know. Sometimes, you know, we do corporate training. They're like, it's going to take you two hours to complete this entire module. Two hours? Let me get to the stuff that's real easy, like no chewing gum on Sundays in the building. Let me let me do that module first. But when it comes to the ball handling, there is some concerns of Jaylee Brown getting to the paint and fumbling. You saw it in the NBA Finals. You saw it a bit during the playoffs. You've seen pieces of it this year. I know there's a hamstring injury last year. I don't know if that's been going on. But again, once you injure or something, I mean, it doesn't get completely healthy. Better a bone more likely than when you're dealing with tendons and and stuff like that. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ, still to come. I've got some teams who are Secret Santa. I got Secret Santa gifts for five sports figures in Boston. That's coming in 30 minutes. You don't want to miss that. And why they're getting the gifts that I select. It's a little bit of fun here on WEEI. All right. Uh, tip off. Oh, yeah, well. I'll get you in two minutes. Yeah, it did. Sorry. It did. It did. Sound, you know what? It did sound like I was getting ready to toss to you Just to do thing. trending. And I'm impressed how quick you hit that button to stop it. That was good. I got to be on it, KJ. Yeah, that was good. It was like, <laughs> boom, I don't know. You know, some guys wish they could be that way in some type of, you know, situations. They'd be with someone like, boy, if I was as quick as Stiz, I wouldn't have an 18 year old right now. Woo. <laughs> but look, um, this game with Minnesota tonight. It's going to require defense, and it's going to require getting quality shots, putting pressure on the defense, making them defend in the paint. You make it easy for Rudy Gobert, Gobert, who's not not this offensive wizard, but if there's nobody to challenge him, suddenly the guy can look like Wilt Chamberlain. But with Time Lord back there, the last thing you'd want to do is suddenly have Time Lord in a couple of fouls, foul issues, you know, Grant Williams is probably going to be concentrated on some of the outside perimeter players. 
because they have a lot of guys that are kind of that tweener six seven size that have a little bit of not so much size, but they have a little bit of length to them. Yeah, you, you, you know, you're not you're not going to put them on Gobert unless you know there's some. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. So this is a game where the Celtics definitely have to be on top of the defense. Tonight would be the game to show that you can hold a team to 102, 104, back to last year's totals. And still, if you score 110, you're beating them by six. Yeah, it's not the 120, but you've clearly stated that, hey, look, our opponent never was able to get off of the offensive snide and be able to do what they wanted to do. And that's the statement they need to make tonight going into the Christmas game. 617-779-7937, text line 37937, talk Red Sox next. But right now, it's time to trend with Stiz. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Sorry about that little technical difficulties earlier. No, don't say sorry. Either you, you love, either you love our child or you don't love our child. <laughs> here's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com, brought to you by Hudson Lumber. The Bruins won their third consecutive game last night as they came from two goals down in the first period to beat the Jets 3-2. Goals were scored by David Pasternak, Jake DeBrusque, and Nick Felino. The Bees are back in action tonight as they head to New Jersey to take on the Devils. The puck already dropped uh, at 7 o'clock, and with about 14 minutes left in the first period, we are tied at zero. The Celtics are 10-point favorites tonight as they host the Timberwolves. Marcus Smart was at a shoot-around this morning and is expected to return tonight after missing Wednesday's game due to a non-COVID illness. Meanwhile, Robert Williams is questionable due to an illness. Tip-off from TD Garden at 7.30, a little less than uh, 15 minutes. And your New England Patriots are three-point underdogs tomorrow as they play host to the Cincinnati Bengals. Jalen Mills and Devontae Parker have been ruled out for the Patriots. And as for the Bengals, they'll be without defensive Sam Hubbard and tight end Hayden Thurst. Contractors, Hudson Lumber has everything you need to make your next project a success with a full line of building materials like truss joints, engineered wood by Weyerhaeuser, and its fully appointed kitchen showroom. Hudson Lumber has what you need. Visit Hudson Lumber today, 261 Lowell Road, Hudson, New Hampshire. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve Why is she walking from your house? You can't give Grandma a ride? Oh, what a bad son. As for me and Grandpa, we believe And maybe, and you know, it's probably the son who's singing the song. It's not his own Grandma. She wasn't drunk. She's been a bad son all these years. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. W-E-E-I, it's KJ, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Red Sox wish a reindeer would hit him because at least they know that the reindeer would be signed and had speed and hits for power. This is getting kind of ridiculous. But I hear, hear this out. If there's going to be some type of method to this madness, and before you say this guy's off of his rocker, that's absolutely true. In fact, I'm off of the building. Is if you don't spend now, you have to spend at some point. What point is that? Now, how soon is now would be a very good question because Devers' contract is probably sitting there at $400 million, which I had said earlier in the year. Oh, it's going to cost $400 million for Devers, 10 years. And the, the way I came to that is because of Carlos Rondon, I'm sorry, uh, Anthony Rondon, in, in the Angels signed that crazy contract where his AAV is $35 million a year. So I, I'm his agent to be like, who do people want more, Devers or that guy? Though I did see Rondon switch hit. There was like an like a 18-to-1, 18-to-2 game, and they had a, a fielder as a pitcher, and he decided to get up and switch hit and hit one out. I was like, that's $35 million a year worth. Like, just playing around? That was good. But Devers is the one that makes teams go, I've got to have him. And they're waiting. They're lurking. I mean, that's why the Yankees didn't issue number 11 to anybody last year. I'm just saying. And the way that the Mets have spent, it's kind of embarrassing to see what's going on or not going on with the Red Sox. So I think at some point, the spending has to happen. So before we do that... Let's go to the thrift shop to see what's out there, because that's all that's left. Oh, gosh. What? what oh, jeez, I hated that what, song. What? Uh, you what, got Brandon what, Belt what, play some first what, base for you. What? What? what Left-handed what, bat? Oh, wait, wait, what, yeah. What, you got a what, first baseman. What, Ooh, what, Evan Longoria. What? what, what it's about as old as this shirt what, here in this thrift. You kill it. What, what, oh, my gosh. My daughter used to play that song to me just to get me mad. But, yeah, this is literally thrift shopping that's happening right now with the Red Sox. Like, you really get, I mean, probably the reason why Evan Longoria doesn't end up here is because you high, because you, you, you got a three-year-older Justin Turner or one-year-older Justin Turner. Nelson Cruz, the DH, he was swinging and missing at a lot of stuff last year. He's already 42. Segura, his name has been coming up. <sighs> Possibly, right, if this is, if, if, you, you know, like, if you've ever gone to thrift shopping, I'm not ashamed to say I've done it. In fact, I still do it. I don't know if you've seen my checks around here. But look, sometimes you see something on the rack, you're like, you know what? 
if it if it still has its luster to it and it's washed and dried correctly on your own and something you could sport a couple of times, that would be Gene Segura at second because that's because it's obvious that Trevor Story is moving back to short. <laughs> Can we get the sixty foot bases in here? I'm kidding. So Segura is somebody on the radar who I wouldn't be mad at that, but you know, everybody on the field can't be an all star. But I would ask. Like, do you feel like you would get that much more from Segura than you could from Christian Arroyo at second every day if you tried it? If you're going to thrift shop way, you might as well go with what's inside the building. A.J. Pollock, eh, something consider. A little bit of a bat, 35. Miguel Sanyo, I think that's tempting, but, you know, that's a swing and miss. But when he hits him, he hits him. But that might be the type of, you know, transaction that Bloom would do. We've got Miguel Sanyo. You know, the 10 times he's hit him out of the park, he's hit him really hard. But do you want him just to be the DH? He could play some first base, but he had some injuries last year that is probably closer to the DH side of things, more so than anything else. Andrew McCutcheon, if you're looking for contact and a good bargain, a known name, because you have a lot of known names, especially if Devers has gone at halfway. So McCutcheon is maybe someone you look at emergency outfielder, you're not going to get any power. That's not him anymore. But he's shown flashes of still being a very good player at his age. I like Trey Mancini. I'm surprised I haven't heard his name sooner, but I think the money he's looking for, I don't think the Red Sox are going to pay around 18 to $20 million a year for him. But I think he would be idealistic. I mean, unless the, the, the franchise is saying that Tristan Casas is the first baseman, no moving back and forth. It's him and Dahlbeck. Oh. Yeah. Yuleski Gurriel, great contact, just won the championship with Houston, but he was already an age player coming into the league, and so what you would change with that, he's already 38 and a half. So him and Justin Turner are the same age. So you, literally you can have... 80, 80 years old at two at your corners, you know, with Guriel. But Guriel, you would probably think more of a DH. Some first base with Casas. You'd get the righty righty thing, lefty lefty with Casas. But again, it just feels very thrift shopish. Luke Voigt, maybe as a DH, who still has some pop, but is going to miss the ball a lot as well. So slim pickings there. Pitching, I, I mean, that hasn't even shown up yet. It's like, it's, hello? I mean, you got, I almost wonder, like, with Trevor Bauer now being available, do you take a flyer on that, or do you know that you're going to face a lot of heat from sections of the media about his previous story and why he was out of the league? You know, but I mean, it's just something you wonder. I don't think he does, but he's out there, and maybe probably one of the better ones out there Still available. David Price isn't going to pitch this year. He's just said that himself. Uh, Nasty Nate's not going to come back around because he would have stayed in the first first place, and his name's not even mentioned in some of the places he's looking at. One of them is the Dodgers. This is starting to get sick. Like, the Dodgers are fleecing the Red Sox. Uh, we'll take Mookie Betts, and we'll give you Jeter Downs. <laughs> that didn't even work out. Corey Kluber, I think, is someone who's still legit on the table. We're not talking about a top-line starter, but some consistency in there. You just don't know how much sale has left even once he comes back. You already saw some of the fastball speed coming down. 
the slider, while still nasty, wonder how effective it'll, it'll, it will be when you start having damages to your pitching hand. That, that, that's going to be key. You know, the back end of the bullpen, I'm okay with right now, but I, you're just looking at pieces of things to get together. Johnny Cueto, maybe you'll look at, but we're now talking about guys who are in their upper 30s who are going to want three-year deals, you know, probably two years with an option. And you'd have to say, like, does the fan base have the patience to sit around for two years to watch, really, beer league softball guys? I mean, they're, they're major leaguers, don't get me wrong, but they're major leaguers. And so I said to myself, KJ, this is how I talk to myself when I'm in the bathroom. I'm thinking things before I come on the air. There has to be a reason why this bin, this bargain bin, no pay, letting key people go approach is about something. What what could it potentially be about? 2023. The signing of Yoshida was the first salvo that said to me, wait a minute. Is this franchise thinking about pushing all of its chips into next year and giving Shohei Atani $500 million? Now, before you say, well, they won't give $400 million. Well, you know the guy does pitch, hit, and play the field, right? That, that would kind of fit Heimbloom. Like, that, that would be a Heimbloom dream. Like, this guy can be a top-line starter, and on his off days, we don't have to wait for four or five more days for him to be out there. He could play the outfield, and he can hit every day. For an additional $100 million, you'd probably consider that. And if you're going to consider that, you have to clean things out. Now look, I have been tough on Bloom, and I've also been fair to Bloom. I mean, after all, I'm the one who made the Bon Jovi parody, Bloom sitting on his hands. Guess what's still happening? Okay? That hasn't changed. But if you want a ray of hope... And a potential light at the end of the tunnel. I know there's some hardcores like ah, down with the day, whatever. You know, yeah, the team's been around by a hundred something years. Like your your one year is going to make a difference. Come on, you'd been better off if the Roman Empire was around. At least you would have had some backup. That if Yoshida is the acquisition to entice Otani next year, because think about it, we talk about these different players like oh, well, they get the most money here, they get the most money there. Uh, no, if you could build a cultural network and enough money is there, we'll come. We'll come. Now, it's tough because Xander's gone and you got nothing in return. The reports are that Devers and the team are galaxies apart. And when you hear galaxies, you're like, geez. Like, don't you have to go to another planet to be a galaxy away? That That's like, that's a big chasm. But if it's allowing that to happen, and and let's just call it what it is, if you can get more games out of Trevor's story, then you can get a better read on what you're going to get from Trevor's story playing only 48% of last year's games. It's not a good look. Like, Trevor's story's easily got to play 130, 140. Probably closer to 140. Because then you're going to have to also assess... What pieces do you have available on the team now? Because really, there are no, like maybe your one piece of, of value that other teams may see you have might be in Hernandez or Verdugo. You know, Bobby Dahlbeck is still on the team. Like, 
Yeah, I would I would I would bet my child's slush fund for college that calls have not been coming in saying, you know, we, we're inquiring about Bobby Dalbeck, unless it's the Oakland A's. But guess who's pulling the Oakland A's playbook right now? The Boston Red Sox. So you might see these older players and you know, maybe they become really the Boston, you know, long socks, you know, or mittens because it's gonna be an age team. There's not a lot of power on it right now outside of Devers. With the new rules, is there an increase of speed? Maybe Yoshida gives you a little bit of that, but not too much. That's where you're kind of hoping that's where Story, Story earlier in his career, could give you some stolen bases. Could be a great leadoff hitter for you if you need it with power. That was probably the enticing part of getting him to Fenway, but that hasn't fleshed out yet. Even if he played 50 more games last year, then you'd have a better read of, has he been able to adapt from going to Coors to Fenway? Because look, <laughs> there's literally a 5,000 foot difference between what he was doing for 81 games in Denver and what, you, what you're going to be doing for 81 games here in Boston. And that's been the knock on some players when they've come out of Colorado, that thin air, the cheaper beer. I'm kidding. The ball doesn't travel. And you know how sticky it can get in Boston in the summer. You're like, oh, gosh. High wall, you know, different, you know, things that hits that might have been home runs just don't have the uh, the lift as they would, as they wouldn't need in Colorado. Might just be off of the wall. So it, it, there's just a lot of things in front of this team, and, and it just makes me wonder. This is just something I came to my own senses about. I said, and this comes from working in venture capital as well, Stiz, because, you know, sometimes in radio you're out of this thing and then you get back in. Well, oh, one of the times. A venture capitalist guy, huh? Yeah, I was part wow. of a venture capital team where I wasn't the one who handled the money. I didn't sign the checks, but I would come back with reports. Like, for example, I won't say their name, but there was one guy out in Pennsylvania um, claimed that he had four mil, four four million meteorical tons of coal underneath his land that he owned. Meteorical, whatever it's called. That wasn't my important thing. So I know how to do a little math, did the math, so forth and everything. The guy was asking for like $75 million for the project off top. Oof. So I went back to the venture partners. I said, see if he'll take seven and a half to get things started because the reading the coal, my father was in the oil industry. So I know how to, I know the difference between shale and coal, coal and oil and all these different things. So I was like, Hey, look, this guy has a lot of shale. Da, 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 da. I know this is getting really deep and away from sports, but the point is it turns out the guy really was just looking for a jobs program for some funders for some buddies. Like there was no guarantee that all 4 million tons of coal underneath was going to come up and be able to get over to us steel. Well, with the Red Sox, I understand how you may not want to just go ahead and splurge right now if you feel that there's something for sure that's already been unearthed and proven to be a valuable commodity. That would be Shohei Atani. Ah, the guy's crazy. I don't know what he's talking about. It's called thinking. Because it would make no sense to not have Raphael Devers signed by now Xander Bogart's already gone for two weeks. But if that hasn't happened, then you say, okay, then what's the big play? Because if it's, De- let's say Devers is the big play. Still don't have pitching. 
Still missing. You still need some. You need a corner outfit. You need another bat. There are things that are still missing. However, wait a year and add an additional $100 million to what Devers was looking for. Boy, you can get someone who could sing, rap, dance in just one show. That actually played to his name, Shohei Itani. I, I did not realize that. And a former fellow Japanese ball player in Yoshida. So I'll tell you what, here's the thing. There's going to be a lot of angst with the fans this year at games, especially if they're kind of tight at the very beginning. I would just ask you to do this. Be nice to go, be nice to Yoshida. <laughs> you guys can completely blow it. Don't blow it. Be nice to Yoshida. If he strikes out in a key moment, okay. Ah, just don't make it boo. Ah. Because if Yoshida feels uncomfortable here, <laughs> for those who are old enough to remember the tank for Tim <laughs> that Petito was doing, or, or allegedly, you might have to almost look at it this way this year as well. That look. Be nice to Yoshida. It could be a tough year. There might be a lot of no names out there. But when you've got this entertainment venue right around the corner from the park, more restaurants going up, more parking going up, more nightlife going up. This is what major league teams are doing around the country. For a lot of them, it's not just the baseball experience. It's the around the park experience. And for those of us who are here, who are clearly not tourists going to the games, it's an attraction. We're going to Boston this weekend. I've never been. I hear that from some. I have so many people in my life who've never been to Boston. It's the first thing you're like, what's it like? Like you're asking me like I went to outer space. Just gets darker sooner in the winter. and It kind of sucks. But if you look at a map, it explains why. This team is going to be set up for people who are coming into town to see the most exciting player in baseball next year. And you don't think that FSG won't be printing money and like in coming to America? And I mean, the boy's got his own money. When Red Sox apparel and Yoshida apparel is selling like crazy on the other side of the world, people getting up, I don't know the time difference, maybe 18 hours, people getting up in the morning to watch Red Sox games on a Wednesday, both of them potentially on the same team. This is the venture capital in me who's getting excited. Do you know how much money that would bring? And then, then, because let, let's put it, let's be honest. Cincinnati's not making any money. Royals ain't making any money. Pirates ain't making any money. Brewers ain't making any money. Marlins ain't making any money. Maybe you wait until you can find the big fish to spend and then build around. What KJ would love to see is a pen in Raphael Devers' hands. I'm just a big believer of like, hey, if you're going to grow the talent, you should kind of reward them. If You might not be able to keep all of them, but you shouldn't lose all of them either. And that's what Devers represents. All this stuff that you brag about. Now, me personally, I care less who's in the farm system. Corn tastes best when it's grown. <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that. that's really good. This seed in the dirt's great. You know, and and where I came to that was there's a guy named Brian Taylor. He was the number one pick. 
years ago by the Yankees. Pitcher, left-hander at the time, could throw like Randy Johnson. What happens? Gets into a bar fight. Hand gets hurt. Career's never the same. Now, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen to... But I mean, look, Jeter Downs was supposed to be something a very hot commodity. So hot that they burned him right out of here. Corn tastes best once it's grown. So, look, be excited for Marcelo Mayo. That, that's really great. But you know we were excited about Bobby Dahlbeck at one time. Yeah. Matt Barnes panned out, right? Mookie panned out. The international guys panned out. But you're talking about straight-up U.S. draft. It's a crapshoot. How long was Benny here? 30 minutes? Psh. So if the plan is to make the Red Sox an international love team, then good. It'd be bigger than the Yankees. Rich here in New England. Might go overseas. See Red Sox jerseys everywhere. You'd be like, yeah, that's my hometown. They'll tell you. It's our favorite team. And we pay a lot of money just to see the games at 8 in the morning. I know I wouldn't be buying a ticket to go see a game at 8 in the morning. 11 is the good one because at least it's a celebration like Patriots Day game and everything like that. Yes. But they would have an entire culture up at 8 in the morning watching Red Sox, <laughs> Red Sox Tigers. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. I am KJ Next. I go secret Santa shopping for five sports figures here in Boston next. Thanks for hanging out. We're back. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Yeah. Yeah, you got to let this rock. This is blues Christmas right here, Stiz. Right up my alley. Backdoor Santa. Backdoor Santa. Yeah, it's going to be cold tomorrow night, too, Santa. <laughs> Mrs. Claus wearing no pajamas this year that she saw online. <laughs> W-E-E-I. Happy holidays. It's KJ. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Coming up in 15 minutes, we'll talk Patriots in their big game tomorrow against the Bengals at home. They need a backdoor Santa miracle right there. <laughs> to win three straight. Stiz, no lie, on Twitter, I cannot make this up. When I Before I came on the air, I teased what was going to be on the show. That's just called preparation, right? Santa Claus responded. I didn't tag Santa Claus, but Santa Claus responded. He says, ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, what'd you call me? He said, there's no better way to end the year with some good cheer wishing all five Boston sports figures lots of luck and a few secret Santa surprises to boot. He, he might not be happy with some of my prize, uh, my, my some of my gifts. The and real it, Santa tweeting at the you. The real Santa tweeted, and then hashtag Patriots Forever New England, hashtag Bengals, Celtics, Red Sox, NFL, with the Santa. Santa loves me. Well, since you have an in with them, can you please tell them I'm still expecting a PS5 this year? You know what, Santa? Actually, I want SBF, Freeman's. I, I want his entire location down in the Bahamas, like, is mine. <laughs> Just give it to me, like, do, do for the needy, like, and not for the greedy. I will. I would rent those out, like, have cabanas for my boys. Stiz, you can stay in five different spots each day. Oh, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Just don't bring crypto with you. 
Oh, that's all I have, unfortunately. Oh, so so look, so I wish all of you a great holiday, Merry Christmas, I'm crazy day weather-wise. Hopefully that's not dampening some of your things. I, I know it's going to be tough for some people. I'm sure people experience some house flooding and cars getting in, into some water as well, rough shores down along the shoreline and up and down it. It's just, it's just a mess. So hopefully if there's a little bit of just joy that I can bring you here these three hours I'm here. Well, it, I don't know how much joy it is, but still, I'm here to entertain you, talk sports, and have fun. So, Stiz, let's get into the Secret Santa stash, if you will. Hit it. Ah, my favorite time of the year. Secret Santa, where they put a price on it, and then people ask for gifts that cost more than the price. What is that about? Twenty dollars. You're asking for something that costs $78. That's not Secret Santa. That's apparent. All right, let's get to this first gift here. Oh, it's for Matt Patricia. And it's an Etch-A-Sketch. Uh, now, I'm sure the buttons on the first one wore out from all the play calls drawn up this season. Look, don't freak out, Matt, but I removed the knobs from this one because that's what the fans want. The knobs removed from this. Amen. I decided to get you another one because it seemed like some of your favorite plays were burned into the screen and the defenses could see what was drawn up. So, Matt, Patricia, enjoy your Etch-A-Sketch for these last three games. Drop something new, please! All right. Take a breath after that. I swear that gift is in love. All right, our next gift. It's for Joe Judge. Don't freak out. It's a book. It's called Who Moved My Quarterback? I figured since you're the quarterback coach, you would know what happened to Mac Jones. Now look, Joe, I don't want to spoil what the book is about, but let's just say it involves changing with the times. Now, nobody's changing your routine, just that today's player may put their milk in the bowl before they put it in cereal. Weird, I know, but if it's done to prevent spilled milk, then understand that, and it could be genius. Maybe it's a book that you give to Mac after reading it because I was going to get Mac Jones a mirror for Christmas, but that might be too revealing at this point. And messy, you know? Have you seen some of these packages that get shipped to the house, Stiz? Like, okay, clearly this mirror is not going to work, so do not order a a mirror from online. You're just asking for trouble. A lot of bad luck. (laughs) Seven years and no returns. All right. This is an interesting one. I've got a Secret Santa gift for Heim Bloom. It's stock in the now defunct FTF crypto exchange. It is the free agent money hiding in the Bahamas. What the hell's going on? The fan base is starting to think that something weird is happening. How can a team make the most money in the league, but not make a real attempt to spend any money? Huh? So if the money is being held back for a run at Shohei Atani next year, then that would be equal to seeing Dogecoin actually hitting a real dollar. Everybody would go crazy and feel like they are rich. It'd be as if all those micro penny transactions finally cashed out. The pairing of Matasada and Otani would make a lot of people rich. And the Red Sox into the dominant international baseball brand. Just please don't have that One Direction copycat group come think there's hip to do some hip-hop weird rendition of Sweet Caroline at Fenway. Skip that. I get progress. But that would actually be trash. All right. The next gift is for interim coach Joe Mazzula of the Celtics. 
I got you a big-ass box of Big League Chew, bro. Because the way you chew gum, it seems like the regular store brands are causing open compensating in your chewing. Big League Chew allows you to put more in and slow down your jaws. And a little bit when you need to call a timeout, like don't have all that gum in your mouth, on those work-it-out-yourselves plays. You've done wonderful, Joe. Job so far in the interim, but the tough chew is going to be that talk you'll have to have with the team. That's time to get back to last year's defense. Giving up almost nine points more a game from last year really comes out to three possessions. And when it gets tough against teams like Milwaukee or resurging Nets, Cleveland, the 76ers, you'll want to be able to reach for those last strands of chew when the game comes down to defending to secure important wins at the end of the season. And my last gift to Boston sports personality, Secret Santa, it's for pasta. It's a mini pasta bowl to fit inside the Stanley Cup that you're going to get us. Plus, you just might find that contract you're looking for inside this pasta bowl. Your top five in power play goals. Top 10 in goals and points. You're doing it right in the regular season. But you may also need to put this pasta bowl on for a little extra toughness in the playoffs. This is the best chance for what could be the last ride for the elder statesman on the team. This pasta bowl could be a nice transition into the next phase of great Bruins by connecting the cup that was won against the Canucks with the team that just won a cup. Like, next June, that'd be so exciting. In the words of one of Boston's most beloved sports figures, anything is possible! Okay, that, <laughs> that, was, that was great. That was good. <laughs> that was actually horrible. And those are my five gifts. Secret Santa to Patricia, Judge, Heim Bloom, Joe Mazzula, and Pasternak. The final hour of KJ here on WEEI Next. 617-779-7937, text line 37937, all Patriots. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.